Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Field of 68 Best Bets show presented by Bet Rivers. We are the three-man weave, and if you can't tell, we're a little bit excited today because, fellas, I would say it's the best college basketball slate of the year to this point. Until, yeah, until next Saturday. Until next Saturday, yes. But up to this point, this is the best slate in college basketball. And, Jim, we're also excited because our Mizzou Tigers are playing today against Kansas, the first game since 2012 in Columbia. Oh, my goodness, we are excited. But we'll get to that very shortly. BD Jayhawk. Yes, I'm Kai, Matt, Jim, Three Man Weave, you know us. Let's get into takeaways, fellas, from yesterday, Thursday, whatever, whatever you want to do. Jim, what do you think? I don't have a lot of takeaways because I want to get to the slate. And by that, I mean I have one, and it's that our best bets are kind of cold right now, fellas. A little cold, a little cold. Unfortunately, so just be wary to any uh, chat mobbers or any new listeners on this Saturday. We're a little cold right now. A little cold. Uh, So take that as you will. But I would rather talk about today's slate. I'm excited about it. Matt, your takeaway. I'll take it as the do theory. The boys are due, so double down today. You know, you got to buy the dip and buy the dip (laughs) big. My real takeaway, Mr. McKeon, is grambling. The fighting Dante Jackson is one of the, like, what, four Tigers in the swag? How many Tigers? Yeah, four-ish. It's like 33% of the guy. Anyway, their second giant killing Florence last night, knocking off Vandy at home. Um, Maybe the story is about Vandy. It's probably the bigger story. That's their... Third home loss this season, um, got crushed by Southern Miss, then now losing to Grambling. So, Jerry Stackhouse. Yeah, that was my takeaway as well, Jerry Stackhouse. Yikes. Uh, Grambling, by the way, wins over Colorado and Vanderbilt. Hmm, interesting. Vandy's the first loss to a SWAC team ever. Really? Hey, shouts to Cartier Gordon. Webster Groves. Cartier Gordon. Yeah, he's uh, uh, Grambling's one of the best ATS teams in the country this year. By the way, uh, I did see a comment on our hats. Guys, it's Spinny Saturday. Spinny Saturday. These are, these are our also spinny spectacle hats. Saturday we, as well. We wear Spinny fun. hats on Saturday. Matt with his blue blockers. All right, let's get into it. Yeah, the first game on the slate today is Kansas at Missouri, guys. I I mentioned it. It's the first time this game has happened in Columbia since 2012. If you're a general Zer, 
this used to be a pretty big rivalry. When Jim and I were in college, we were in the Big 12, and it was awesome. And Mizzou played Kansas very well at home every single year. Gas was three fifty a gallon. It was a different was... <laughs> time back then. Uh, Wild times. Mizzou won this last game in Columbia, by the way. They went on an 11-0 run to win the game. Marcus Denman was a hero. It was incredible. Jim, what do you think about today? It's about a three, three-and-a-half point spread right now, maybe a little bit lower than most would think. Yeah, that's what I made it, Kai. So unfortunately, I'm not going to just like gung ho my Tigers, put your money in all in. Yeah, boom, here we go. Uh, but I kind of am un- unclear as why this total is getting bet down. That's that's the thing that's really messing yeah. with me. I think there's going to be points galore. Mizzou is going to play at a turbo speed. They cannot defensive rebound. They are horrific at yeah. that. Kansas could live on the glass despite not being like a, a monstrous interior team, but Mizzou has a lot of offensive weapons too. I know this Kansas defense is really solid, but I think when you have a bunch of different ball handlers and shooters, the way NC state did, you can kind of open them up a little bit and that's Mizzou's entire game. And with it being played at Mizzou arena, I think there's just a little bit of tempo tilt towards Mizzou being able to control that. So I like the over Matthew. I'm yeah, not betting aside here, but I'm, I'm on board the over. Yeah, I don't have any strong take on this game matchup-wise. Um, I just think the Mizzou starts real, uh, despite the uh, the skepticism of uh, one of our own colleagues at the Field 68, Cough, Jeff Goodman, Cough. I think it's a very oh, real start. Yeah. It's not just not just Goodman. Rob Dowster ranked up behind South Carolina. What? Has Rob? I think Rob's revised his take, though. I think Rob has wisened up to that that foolishness that so. this is a better team than that. I don't even have a dog in this fight. There's no Mizzou flair in my background. <laughs> But this is the all-time spot. I think this is a vintage home dog spot that just plays exactly how it used to play more commonly. I would take Mizzou in the points here. Don't overthink this. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if overthinking. I, I, I'm surprised the market didn't push KU up more. I'll be honest. Um, the key for I'm not. Is- I feel like KU is just not respected by people this year, and I feel like I'm part of that camp. I'm not a big KU guy. KU's been very good this year. They're a lot more battle tested. Everyone's talking about Mizzou's schedule is the third worst in the country per Ken Palm. KU's is very, very good. Forcing live ball turnovers, though, is Mizzou's key. Number one in the country in steal rate. Number four in field goal attempt rate in transition after a steal. They literally have to force turnovers in order to stay with Kansas. They have to get out in transition. Will Kansas guards fold the pressure? It's their first uh, true road game this year. By far the most hostile environment the Kansas team has faced this season. I think that's going to matter. I, I think Mizzou's home court is really going to mess with them. I'm curious what Bill Self does lineup wise. Is he going to go bigger and dominate Mizzou inside? Because he can absolutely do that. Uh, or will they match Mizzou in their small ball? I also want to see Kobe Brown on Jalen Wilson because Matt, remember what Jabari Smith said. Kobe Brown was the toughest defender he faced in the SEC. It's a nice player. Kobe being 6'8 and versatile. Maybe that's one of Wilson's tougher tests today. We'll see. I'm also yeah. going for Mizzou. M-I-Z-Z-O-U, forever, ha, 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 our show, we do what we want. Next game, Arizona versus Indiana. Matt went to Indiana. It's a show of alma maters here. Extremely fun game, says Kai. This is in Vegas, I believe, Matthew? Oh, yeah, it is. MGM Grand Garden Arena, not yes. T-Mobile. High-scoring game, maybe, although Indiana, uh, iffy with Hood Shafina. What do you think, Matt? I think it matches up well for IU here. I, uh, I think the early money that bet Arizona, I believe they're a short favorite currently, um yeah basically minus one and a half some picks out there i think it opened indiana's a short favorite i agree with the money um i think it's it shows how much respect i guess indiana's earned from the bookmakers i think the smart money had the right price lean though i think arizona should be a slight favorite but the matchup's great for iu i think they're bigs up front 
Um, they're not going to be overwhelmed with size. I think transition D, they've been disciplined so far this year. They're not going to get run out of the gym by some barrage of transition layups and, and, and threes. The question is, can they score, Jim? And that's my concern with a dicey slash unlikely to play Jalen Hood Shafino, uh, which just puts a lot of onus on Xavier Johnson. And, I, you know, he's been really good this year, but I think he's been exposed when he's had too much on his plate. So um, yeah. I, I, I think you'd like to have him here to feel good about yourself if you're an IU fan and or IU better. Otherwise, I'm staying away. Matt, what, what would you guess Xavier Johnson's production level has been the last two games without Hood Shafino? No, I'm very aware of its production level, and it's not it's not he what has, it was the, the first four games. He has 12 points and 13 turnovers in two games. <laughs> That's terrible. And I think Arizona is really going to pressure him. Trey Galloway kind of bailed them out against Nebraska. He had a total monster game. Yep. But Kai, I'm not I'm not afraid of Trey Galloway if I'm backing Arizona. <laughs> it's not like it's no. a home game against Nebraska. This is a neutral game, semi-hostile crowd, probably a little bit in Vegas. Arizona's played in Vegas before. They they played a Pac-12 tournament out there. This is not a new uh, surroundings for them. I'm I'm like in Arizona, especially yeah. if Hood Shafino's officially out, which I kind of think he will be. I just don't trust that backcourt without him in there. And and as great as Indiana's frontcourt is, Arizona has like every bit as good of a, a frontcourt. I worry about Renault, yeah. the back uh, going, you know, wearing down the backups, yeah. but mm-hmm. I think the hood Shafino absence outweighs any advantage there. Yeah. Indiana may be one of the very few frontcourts in the country that actually has the size and versatility to, to combat Arizona. But I think the backcourt edge is huge for Arizona. I love Creesa. I think Courtney Ramey has been really good for them this year. And Pell Larson, uh, has been great as well. I think Arizona's a better team. And Matt mentioned it. Jim mentioned it. Xavier Johnson has been reverting to his old habits when he wasn't very good last couple seasons. Uh, when, with Hood Shafino out, it's likely he might be out. He's if he's on the fence. So if times get tough, if Indiana gets down, how will Xavier Johnson handle it? We'll see. I lean towards the Cats as well. Go Arizona. One last point here, which I will bring up when we talk about another uh, neutral site game in the desert today. Arizona current form, Utah, non-competitive, Cal, way too competitive. Last two games, little yeah. Maui hangover. Perhaps. I'm okay with it. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay with it too. But good note, Matthew. Just <laughs> Memphis versus Auburn is our next game. Memphis could use another feather in its cap, Jim, uh, for resume purposes. And Auburn has played, we'll say solid teams, but not quite the level of Memphis yet. Who do you lean in this one? Yeah, uh, and before we before we move on, we should hit Buffalo two lanes since it starts in seven minutes. We'll do okay, a yeah, quick call. chat mob yes. interjection after this game. Yes, um, I I lean Memphis here. They got the best player on the floor. I think both teams are built really similarly, like incredible rim defenses. Neither team can shoot, but it's going to be up and down. Teams will be able to score in transition, so that I, I don't really have a total take because efficiency kind of offsets pace to me. But Matt, I, I think this should be like a pick'em game. Auburn away from home, that backcourt can be really erratic and yeah. bad. Look at the Northwestern game in in Mexico, and Kendrick Davis. I trust him just a little bit more. So I I, I like Memphis. I know it's you know basically a pick now, but uh, I lean towards the Tigers, the, the I, Memphis Tigers. I do too. I um, my concern was Kendrick Davis last two games should be brought up the Xavier Johnson sort of rut that he's in. Our King has been not his sharpest self either. And he's I worry about up. this matchup. He's a little bit banged up, and I don't know if he's yeah. fully healthy yet. I think Hardaway kind of alluded to it in his comments. Also was concerned, Kai, about the pressure of Auburn and how they can kind of thwart what Memphis wants to do on offense. Um, it, it didn't seem like Hardaway was super confident, honestly, coming into this game. I don't really know why. I'm just trying to read between the, the juju lines here. 
everything else besides that points to Memphis, in my opinion, like what Jim, I echo what Jim said. It just didn't seem like Penny had the best um, vibes surrounding his optimism. And I just that was enough to get me to stay away. Yeah, Auburn seems vulnerable. Flimsy reason. I, know, I, know. I think Auburn seems a little vulnerable away from home. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, Bruce Pearl over Penny Hardaway all day, every day. Uh, but we saw Auburn look kind of shaky against Northwestern this year. You know, they beat Slew by five. They were in a war with South Florida, and that was basically all at home. Both teams really strong in the glass. Both teams have really good interior defenses. Both teams block shots. But I think Kendrick Davis is the best player on the floor, and we'll see what version we get of Wendell Green, Katie Johnson. The Williams-Broom matchup is going to be fun. I'm kind of on the fence in this game. I lean towards the over. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, possessions in this game, yeah, up and down It's been about up six points, up to 140, opened okay, at 133 and a half. Wow. Yeah, I guess the market likes it too. Uh, fence on the side, lean towards the over on the total. Okay, Jim, Buffalo to lane really quick because it starts in four minutes. I'll tee you up, Kai. I think we like the over. We think this is up and down. We think there's a lot of points. Tulane yep. hasn't been defending very well lately, and Jalen Cook is back in the lineup. Yep, I like. The, I lean towards the over as well in this game. I also lean towards Buffalo. Um, I did not take them. I'm not sure how fully formed Jalen Cook is coming back from injury, uh, yeah. so I stayed away, but lean towards Buffalo. Hard Buffalo lean, hard over lean. Sorry to be lame and uh, agreeable, but yeah, that's where I am too. All right, next game on the outline here, another awesome game. Man, I wrote down this matchup rocks. San Diego State versus St. Mary's. Hard hitting. Yeah, I'm going to set so Matt up with this one. But I'm just going to say, San Diego State has owned the Gales the last couple games. Yep. One by 12 last year, one by 25 two years ago. Matt, are they a kryptonite to the Gales style? And are you worried about the past? They are. Um, and that's why they've had recent, I think they've dominated in the last two times they've played. Randy Bennett has made some tweaks this year. Uh, most recently, last game, just put in Aiden Mahaney in the starting lineup. I think that is the better look for them to start. And you saw our King Gus. Uh, how do you say his last name? Archulionis. Archulionis played really well off the bench. Getting those guys in sync is huge because I think they're so important to what St. Mary's needs to do offensively. They can go inside out. They just need that outside perimeter punch to sort of give them the balance that they had last year at Tommy Cousy, right? I mean, Logan Johnson can score. They need like Mahaney and they need the other guards there. Chris Howell stepped up last game. They need just a little bit of extra from that end. And I think they get it today. Um, Jordan Majeski talked at length about how Randy Bennett is like all in on this matchup. He's made some very specific schematic adjustments. If St. Mary's wins this game, I think that is the at-large um, feather in their cap. They, they don't really have one that stands out right now. This is their last opportunity before the WCC schedule, which really is what Gonzaga. And that's kind of it for in terms of tournament mm-hmm. opportunities. So I just think the spot and the fact that San Diego State kind of has that Maui hangover going to Jimmy. I mentioned that with Arizona. They have not been as good the last two games. I think a lot sets up here for my Gales. Put the halo on today. Yeah, and this a lot of the stuff we talked about with San, San Diego State and how they've changed, I think helps them in general, but doesn't help them here. Like they're playing faster and they want to score quicker. You can't really score in transition against St. Mary's. That uh, that kind of gets shut down by how disciplined they are. Uh, the the ball screen stuff with Darian Trammell is really tough to run against St. Mary's. They're so disciplined. They they don't really help off of shooters. I think that's going to be an issue. That said, I stayed away. I sat this one out, Kai. I hope Matthew has got the right side, but I'm just going to watch. Matt, is it your best bet? It is my best bet. Plus Sip. one and a half. Early money. Sips, sips coffee. Dis- it is my best bet. Disagrees. Yeah, I'm just kind of taking it casually today. Yeah, it's my best bet, Kai. I just think everything sets up for the Gales here. Spot, matchup, new, I guess, revised matchup. Yeah. So I mean, San Diego State's going to find it very tough to score inside against St. Mary's. They're, they're going to be forced to shoot jump shots. They haven't shot jump shots very well this year. Uh, but again, I just think Dutcher might have been its number. That defense kind of messes with St. Mary's motion. 
We'll see. We'll see. I hope you win. I want the show to do well, Matthew. So go St. Mary's. I do too. Yeah, I like that. Chat mob part one. Jim, hit us. Big slate. Oh, we got a lot. One of Pat Taylor's best bets besides Arizona was Illinois State hosting SIU Edwardsville. Matt, you love this SIUE team. How do you feel about this? I do, but I like the new and revised version of this Illinois State team after having a horrific start to the year. I think they had like the worst cover margin through seven games. Um, they're not all the way healthy today, so I don't love it. But if I knew that Leon McKisney and I believe uh, Malachi Poindexter were both for sure, then I'd feel better about it, but I don't. So I'd say a small bet, the current price, um, but no bigger until you know if those guys are in. Really short line. It's at the Kai, what, what gym two. is it in? It's like the old Illinois State yeah, gym. They haven't played the it in forever. Yep. Yeah, yep. it's like the Hudson Fieldhouse or something. It looks awesome, by the way. It's first yeah. time they've played in it since like 1988. So really cool yeah. event. I think yeah. that'll be kind of cool. Uh, Matthew, I know you like a side here. Drake is headed to Richmond. Drake's taking quite a bit of money in the market. Do you agree with that money? Um, I think if you had asked me a week ago, I'd been like, I'm looking to bet Drake here, but then I see the price now at Richmond plus three at home. I think that's the right side, given that we've seen Matt Grace come back. That's a huge reinsertion for the itsy bitsies as we call them. And then Drake does not look as, um, I don't think they're all the way there yet. Like I, I backed them last game against Omaha. They kind of let Omaha put a few runs on them late. Kai, you saw that they're not all the way 100% healthy. I just like Richmond here. It's a good spot for them. Kind of a weird non-conference game. I take the Spiders. Yeah, pretty much all five starters for Drake are dealing with some sort of injury. They're all they're all playing, but they're dealing with something. Yeah, Richmond was uh, lost at Drake last year. I know it's mostly a different team, but I'm sure Tyler Burton and Matt Grace at least remember that. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll see if that matters at all. All right, next, Kai Tinley Monk. Uh, a Chicago local asking about Chicago's biggie squad. Will DePaul play possessed against UTEP today? I kind of like the minors. I also lean towards Matthews minors. Um, the spread's a little short for me to back, um, but I, I think they're really tough seven team. points. DePaul, what? Without their yeah. two best bigs against Joe Golding? Come on, this is, this might <laughs> be the best bet of the think, day. I don't think UTEP's punishing you inside. If it's the best bet oh, of the day, don't... Matthew, make it your best bet. Sorry, I, I, it's it's one a one b at St. Mary's. I like the value of St. Mary's better. Currently. <laughs> I lean towards UTEP. Uh, come on, Mary's, maybe. Yeah, UTEP's like all dribble drive and without shot blockers. I think that yeah. that matters for them. Um, ugly game here, Matthew. UMKC at Green Bay. I think Aaron Marshall liked UMKC as a road favorite. What do you think? I almost took Green Bay, and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. So I passed. It's pretty simple. Good choice. Yeah, it's out of my hands here. Kai, a big directional Illinois battle. Tom Sheehan, Finally. curious about Western Illinois at Eastern Illinois. What do you got? I lean pretty heavily to Western Illinois. Uh, minus five, minus four and a half. Eastern Illinois is terrible. West. Maybe one of the worst three teams in the country. Western Illinois is confident. Tr- Trenton Master, by far the best player on the court today. Yeah, and, and they've been different when he's healthy. Like the game he missed, they were horrific. And then he was kind of slowly getting back in the lineup, uh, and they were much better as he awesome. got healthier. Yeah, travel from Macomb to Charleston, it's not much. Nothing. Huge rivalry, Kai. Huge. Huge rivalry. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Butler at Cal. Jay Letterman asking about this. Devin asked you a big question mark here after he missed last game with COVID. Butler, kind of an odd travel spot. What do you think? Yeah, odds bankers tried to shade it up to minus seven. That was not high enough. The uh, market took it up to minus nine. I just, I can't believe I'm not betting this. Um, it's just too high, I guess. But like, is it? It's Cal. Yeah, that's what I wanted to high. bet it. Like, it, yeah, like, am, should I be obeying my number here or not? I, I don't know. It's just I didn't such bet it though. I said it was. It's, yeah, Butler going It's like to the, the king of overlook a game where we have to go right. to the West Coast to play this 0 9 team that sucks. Like, I, I could see yeah. it being a very sleepy effort from Butler. 
Uh, Kai Ray Ray is curious if the Lancers can go to Wichita and shock the Shockers. Longwood, any take for you on that one? I think I kind of like the over. I think Wichita will run if you run with them. No take here, Jim. Tough place to play the Roundhouse, but Longhood is a feisty, feisty dog. Wichita not having a a explosive offense kind of worries me against Longwood, a team that I think you can beat if you're really good in transition and really good offensively. If you're not, if you're just okay and get slogged down, I think you're in trouble. So lean towards Longwood, I guess. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. All right, two more before we go back to the outline. Um, William Herman, Kent State at Cleveland State will be in best bets. So we're going to table that one, teaser. Matthew, St. Thomas at Idaho State. Kind of like the Tommies. Parker Bjorklund missed last game, but apparently he was really close to playing. Hoping he's back in there. Tommies have taken money. What do you think? Yeah, quick turnaround for the Tommies after the uh, Montana State loss, but they kind of faded in that game. So I think they're probably better, more sharp for this one. Um, I actually lean the other way, but I feel like I fade the Tommies every. I'm yeah, sorry. I want to fade. I want to fade the Tommies, and then I don't fade them, and then they don't play well. Like I should have been on Montana State last night. I wasn't, so now I'm just mad at myself, and I moved on. Pass. You hate the Tommies. Uh, Kai, Polito is nine and zero to the over this year. Uh, they are hosting Canisius today. Does that keep going? Should should Rick White back their team total over? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I don't know the, the line right now, but I would say yes. Canisius is a team that will definitely run and definitely can score and and let up a lot of points. So I would lean towards the over. Yeah. Yeah, I, I the number I'd sort of lean towards under, but I am not going to bet an under against Toledo right now. It has nope. literally been free money this year, 9-0 to the over. All right, back to the outline, Kai. Big neutral site battle. Let's do it. Arkansas versus Oklahoma. Arkansas has been playing with fire this year. Close game with UNC Greensboro. Close game with Troy. Should have lost to San Diego State. Now, Matt, they're without Trayvon Brazil, who is very important on both ends of the floor, in my opinion. Uh, Everyone else should be back for them. They've obviously dealt with a lot of injuries this season. Do you like Oklahoma today? Do you like Arkansas? Oklahoma's very tough. They play. Well I like together. Arkansas. What do you think? Yeah, there's a revenge like angle Oklahoma. here. You don't like Arkansas. I'm sorry. I still like Oklahoma. I like the. <laughs> I like going against the Arkansas revenge angles. What I was trying to say. And it there, didn't say oh well. yeah, good call. I forgot about that. Oh, you yeah. smacked them last year. But yeah, they, I listened to the post game presser with, or the I guess the pre game presser with Musselman. Everything is about the loss of Brazil and how the team he had preseason is not what they have now, how they they only play one game. Very whiny and excusey and kind of like <laughs> bummed out. And that just sort of reaffirms that I think they're not ready for this game. They're not deep enough. Matchup-wise, OU outsteamed the crap out of them last year. I think they did the exact same this year. 
all that revenge nonsense is drowned out by the deflating spiritual puncturing of the Brazil loss, who's a massive player. I mean, he's so good on both ends. Like he's a unicorn at what he does with his size and skill. So yeah, Jim, I'm big on Boomer Sooner today. I was surprised that uh, the on-off numbers are pretty neutral for Brazil. It's like, yeah, whatever. It does not match my eye test at all. I, yeah, no, I'm I'm disagreeing with the data here, Matt. I, I think it's going to hurt them a little bit to to have him permanently out is different than him sitting out a little bit. So, yeah, I, I like Oklahoma. I think their offense playing through Groves is kind of good antidote to the like switchy, pressury uh, Arkansas scheme. And again, without Brazil, their most athletic big to guard him, that's a problem. Uh, Oklahoma did shoot 59% from three last year in this matchup. That was a big part of the the spanking that they gave Arkansas, but. Again, this is like a brand new Arkansas team. I don't care about the revenge angle when it, they bring one player back from that team. My, my only fear, uh, fears, I guess, Kai, I fear Nick Smith because yep. he is unbelievable. Awesome. And Jalen Hill just had facial surgery. He's going to play, but he's got the mask on. I don't know how much that affects him. That's a that's an that's a one point add to my handicap. Maybe. <laughs> okay, all right, masked man. Yeah, I, I'm with Oklahoma too here. Uh, can they handle Arkansas's pressure? The, their overall turnover rate's not great, but Sherfield is very steady. The problem becomes uh, Dijon Cortez, Matthew's boy, Cortez. Who's good? I told and, you he's pretty good. And CJ not, Nolan. Not with the ball. Cor- Cortez yeah, is, ball. he's like kind of a Curbelo light. He's very flashy and he makes a lot of mistakes because he's very flashy. Like tries to be cute with passes. CJ Nolan also has had turnover issues, but Oklahoma's defense, man, they're sound. They don't foul. They take away the three. Can they stop the ball penetration, especially from Nick Smith, Anthony Black? I don't know. There's no true rim protector. Groves is underrated here, but still not quite the enforcer you really want. I have a gut lean towards Oklahoma, though. Next game, the Crosstown Shootout. Yes, sir. Jim, did you know Xavier is 7-3 and three against the spread and straight up the last 10 games against Cincinnati? And they've won and covered the last three games. However, just one of the last three at Cincinnati have gone Xavier's way. Jim, do you like a side in this game? I don't. I'm kind of scared. Number-wise, I sort of lean towards Cincy right now, but they've got injury issues. And it does kind of scare me that Travis Steele, a coach who got fired for largely incompetence, owned this rivalry completely. Um, He he had the great videos every time going to Dana Gardens and and buying out the bar afterwards with a fat stack of cash. Uh, (laughs) Xavier has, it's felt like they've owned them lately. I'm good friends with a Cincinnati fan, and he just, he used to get really excited for this game. Now he kind of fears it. Um, because they they just haven't done very well lately since McCronin left, especially. Usually it's been a home team thing, but it, since Cronin left, it hasn't been the same. So, Matt, I'm I'm kind of unsure what to do with this one. I'm, I'm sitting it out. Um, I, the line movement has been, I guess it stayed. What is it now? It's gone up. It was two, now it's three and a half. Four, three, three, three and a half. Yeah, okay. No, I'm just not, sorry, I'm just not seeing that. It's too high. I I was leaning Xavier, um, but I think the money came in and got the right side in this one. What's home My, court here? Is it a big home court or is it not a big home court? I, well, I, this is what I struggle that's, with. That's what I was uh, going to say here. So first of all, same city, obviously. Cincinnati fan forums, they're saying Bearcat fans aren't really as into it this year. The, the crosstown. Oh, I love it. The not, football team's care. doing very well. The Bengals are doing very well. I, I have seen that they are... Uh, there's less hype about this game than there ever has. Jim mentioned injuries. Yeah, Finnessy, he's out. Newman, you're still out. Azikpay, dealing with stuff. That's yeah, a lot that's of like good defenders. Probably their three best defenders right That's there. really That's a lot of good defenders against a very good Xavier offense. I think Glocken is in trouble inside against Nunji and Fremantle. I think Xavier's a lot better right now. Uh, should win this. In fact, it's my best bet. Xavier minus three. 
going on the road, beating their rival in the Crosstown shootout. Fire up Sean Miller. Fire up Musketeers. Next game. This one's a doozy. Holy cow, this slate's awesome. Like, literally, yeah. every single game's like, yes, I'm watching Yeah, some that. of the ones that are coming in in chat mob, I'm like, that's not on the slate. Wow. I had to make cuts somewhere, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alabama is going to Houston. Matt, does the dominance of Houston continue? It might seem like a big spread to some. I uh, Maybe. But I think it's warranted, the way he's been playing. You're been, you've been a Bama guy all year. What do you think about this game? I do lean Bama, but I think the number's right. It's eight. I think that's respectful of what Houston's done to date and the home court that they own. So I stayed away, Jim. I can't believe the tolls in bet up so much. Opened at one. I mean, it's the ultimate clash of pace wars, and the market believes that Alabama will win that war as it opened at 130. It's now up to 138. Yeah. I... I don't have a total take. I think Houston smashes them, to be quite honest. I think they're really angry about how the game in Alabama ended last year. Uh, Marcus Sasser and Tremont Mark played in that game before they before their seasons ended. And there was that controversial goaltend, non-goaltend uh, by J.D. Davison that ended up getting Alabama the win. And now back in Houston, Houston's better. I think Alabama's offensive scheme where they just ignore mid-range is actually if you're a really good, well-prepared team is a little bit easier to prepare for because you know they're not going to shoot from 12 to 18 feet. I think Houston comes out on fire, angry. Uh, Houston first half minus four and a half is my best bet. One of my two best bets. Uh, I just, I think, I think they're awesome to start the game locked in. Maybe Alabama comes back in the second half, but uh, I like that first half minus four and a half, Kai. Yeah, I love that bet, Jim. I'm on it as well. Um so Kent State and St. Mary's both hung with Houston. Both are physical, good defensive teams. Now, Alabama's a good defensive team. I'm not sure physical is the word I would use, though, for Alabama. They're very long. They're very big. They're very athletic. But I, I just think Houston's not going to be as intimidated by that as other teams might be and have been against Alabama. Their defensive rebounding rate, Houston, has surprisingly not been good. But you cannot count on owning the glass against the Kelvin Sampson team. They will gang rebound. They will smother Bama ball handlers. They're going to force turnovers. Alabama's ball issues have been pretty severe. Quinterly has been erratic. Sears and Bradley have had issues. Can Houston score? I say TBD. Betty has been awesome inside. The tide are very long, like we said, but I like Houston first half as well. I, I think it's their game. Uh, this team's awesome, and, and I hope more people start to notice that. Next game, UAB at West Virginia finishes our rundown here. Again, awesome game. Matt, my number leaned toward UA, towards UAB originally, but guess what? I'm actually scared of this West Virginia team. They can blow teams be. out in a hurry. Uh, who do you like? Um, you know, preseason, just thinking that West Virginia would be minus six in this game. Like you would have, I think all would have been very safe in yeah. saying mm -hmm. like UAB is better than West Virginia. And so far, I think West Foz, you know, rocket ship start has probably disproven that, but UAB's done absolutely nothing wrong to like make us cool on them. They just haven't really been like in high profile, mega spotlight games. I think this is sort of their, coming out party performance, especially with the motivation after last year, they were up all the way through that game against Westfall, blew the lead late. Now they go to Morganstown. I think they compete all the way to the wire here. I think six and a half is a lot for a team, West Virginia, who I respect him, but closing out teams, um, like closing out good teams, I don't trust them to do. Like, yeah, obliterating bad teams is a large favorite. Sure, I think they have that DNA this year, but I mean, winning by seven is a convincing line here to, to hurdle. Yeah, I think UAB is still better. Personally, uh, wow, West Virginia's West Virginia's shooting like 40% from three. Eric Stevenson's at 47%. <laughs> Every time I bet against them, he shoots like 70% from three. So maybe that continues today. 
but I think they've been a little bit inflated by some beneficial shooting luck and UAB is still better. So I will take six, six and a half. I think I took a bad line. I, I believe I have five and a half in my own personal portfolio. Idiot. What are you doing, Jim? But uh, I, I like the Blazers. I, I think they hang around, keep it close at the very minimum and potentially went out right, Kai. I'm a little surprised the market uh, went West Virginia instead of UAB, but yeah. I mean, West Virginia, so they beat Florida by 30. Every other game they've played, they've won by at least 15 points. Four of them have been by over 20. Lots of possessions in this game, which makes me a little bit scared. And UAB basically has to play mistake-free and hit shots to hang on the road here. Um, They do have some impressive wins, but you saw what they did against Toledo. You know, they they got handled because Toledo had so much firepower. They could match him one for one. Maybe West Virginia can do that too. We'll see how they fare stopping Jelly and Gaines. Those guys are awesome for UAB. I don't know. Western is just kind of seems like they're gelling right now. They're very balanced. So I'm staying away. I'm rooting for UAB, but I'm staying away. I think Chat a UAB up. money line game is worth, uh, worth a look plus be 200 huge, better. I mean, that'd be an enormous, enormous win for UAB if they could do it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Chat mob part two. Let's do it. Got it. Let's start with a couple of headliners. Not going to fully go in order of question asking multiple people asking about Wake Forest and LSU. Matt, they seem to be in lockstep with us. We're deacons today, right? Deeks. LSU sucks. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) Love that. Uh, Kai, Boise State headed to SLU. Uh, Alec Crusoe asking about this. I don't know if he's going to be in the house, but uh, I think both our numbers like the bills today, correct? Yeah, I, I got slew at minus five. Um, you know, part of me is kind of scared that Boise keeps us close. They're an awesome defensive team. They tend to tamp down possessions in games, which favors dogs. But I think slew is a lot more talented um, and I, I think they can handle them at home. They need this win too. off that. I own a loss. Yeah, agreed. I think it's like bounce back. Team gets blown yeah. out by 20. You, you throw them in the trash and it's like, oh, wait a second. They are good and they're back home. They're yeah. a better home team. Uh, Matthew, Purdue at North, uh, not, not at Northwestern, at Nebraska. I wrote that down wrong. Uh, we don't know Sam Griesel's status. He's going to be evaluated after shoot around. Poor Mr. Goodman. Yep. Ill. Uh, how much does that factor into this to you? Do you have a, a side here? Yeah, I almost took Nebraska ball with the assumption that he would be in and healthy and ready to go. But it sounds like it's not um, for sure. This Nebraska team is good, but they're the margin for error with them is so thin. Like you take one of those guys, one of those top five, top six guys out of the lineup. I think their their level drops precipitously. So um, just even a dicey situation with a star. I'm just like, no, not touching it. Yeah. Look at, look at their results before Derek Walker versus after like that's it's very tenuous. Kai, huge mid-major battle. Graham Haynes and, and others asking about Vermont at Colgate. I'll be honest, I looked at this and I was like, I think this is Colgate's game. This is athletically their level, and Vermont has had some real troubles against good mid-majors. Yeah, both teams, I think, maybe a little inflated by uh, odds makers this year because both teams are usually really good. These are probably a little bit worse versions of each team. Having said that, I lean towards the dog. I, I, I took Vermont at a higher number. I don't love it because I agree they have not looked very good. I think Fiorillo is still out for them. He's one of their best big men. Yep. Um, he's been key for them, apparently. Uh, yeah, I, I just think it plays 
closer uh, than what the line is. It's a big number. Why did I join you on this guy? God dang it! I think I'm don't gonna, say right, that. I'll do it. I'll do it now. Don't, I'm don't gonna do it now. Me. See, I know I can't say it. I'm gonna. I know I have to join you. When I have you to. Have join to. You now. Yep. Have to. Can't not do, do it. Uh, a couple other neutral site games here. Uh, William Herman asking about BYU and Creighton. This game's up to about double digits. Matt, is this BYU team just hopeless? Like two straight yeah, home they losses. Are. Yeah, they are. Um, I mean, Mark Pope's just like we don't do a lot well right now. We don't. We're trying to find ourselves. He said preseason like Rudy Williams has to be awesome for us to be they decent, and he has Rudy been. Williams. They benched, they benched him. him. <laughs> and Spencer Johnson's out, so like their backcourt is just a who the heck knows. Yep, Trevin Nell's already been out for a long time. You had Johnson. You had Rudy not playing that well. Yeah, I think Creighton can kind of smash them today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kai, you get Clemson and the Loyola Chicago, the Blurs, the Ramblers, playing a little bit better lately. Yeah. What do you think about this one? I liked it at a higher number at four and a half. It's a big pass for me. I agree. Loyola has been much, much better the last couple of games. Have they played anybody really good? No. But Braden Norris, their point guard, who has been struggling all season, finally looks more like himself, more like an all A-10 player, uh, which is huge. And Clemson, uh, not being at home, this is a neutral game, not being at home for yeah, Clemson. Atlanta, Atlanta. Uh, has me leaning towards Loyola. Again, numbers a little bit too low right now, though. Yep, agreed. Uh, Matthew, Penn State at Illinois. Big one out of the Big Ten here. Conference play going on. Illinois is 0-1 in the Big Ten right now, but Penn State also lost at home. So they're trying to avoid the 0-2 start. Any lean for you here? Um, not at the current price, open eight and a half, get it up to 10 and a half. Yeah. Stay away here. I did lean Illinois at the opener. I just think Penn state without size will be, I think they're going to see some cracks emerge in, uh, as the dog days of big 10 play. Yeah. It's not quite dog days yet, but I, I see, I see what you're saying. Like as they come, that's I think a we're lead you need some, size in. They've looked immortal at many times this year. They're going to look much more mortal. I think in the next couple of months, that's all I'll say. And I love Micah Shrewsbury. He's my guy. Uh, so a couple likable. of people asking about Grand Canyon at North Texas. Jovan Blackshire, a huge question mark. Preseason whack player yep. of the year for Grand Canyon. Missed last game. I kind of like North Texas regardless, but it's a steal. I think if he's out where it's at right now, I know it's going to be a grind of a game, super low total, like 114. But North Texas just lives in that muck, baby. They 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 love it. And if Blackshire's not in their score, I think GCU really struggles to put up points. Uh, Kai, how about UNC Asheville at Dayton from Dan Ness? Dayton's been bad. UNC Asheville's got some big-time talent. What do you think? I don't know how you can confidently lay double-digit points with Dayton right now. So I would lean towards Asheville. I did not play this game. Um, I'm staying far away. But the value, I think, is on Asheville at plus 11. Dayton just hasn't been there yet. Best player on the floor plays for Asheville. No. Deron but, Holmes is the best player on the floor, but yeah, I thought he's—I awesome. thought he's hobbled today. I thought he's like fifty percent. No, oh. if he's, oh, he's on the floor though, hammer Asheville. What is that true? Oh no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I'm yeah. never mind. Disregard. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's no fine. Malachi he's Smith, in. no Elvis. Yeah, no <laughs> Elvis and no. Uh... Okay, yeah, yeah no, sorry. Okay. There's so many Matt, injuries there. Yeah, Matthew. Multiple people. Speaking of injuries, asking Jacksonville at UNC Wilmington, who's been kind of a monster against the spread, but Jacksonville's missing two. Key pieces, Omar Payne, Dylan O'Hearn. Those guys have been out. I don't know if they're back. There's a little too much diciness for me to get in on this game. Yeah, I mean, it got slammed pretty quickly. I think pick was too low. I think you have to respect Wilmington and what they've done. Um, It's back to to plus two, Jacksonville. Okay, I thought it opened at – I was saying I liked UNC Wilmington personally, and I missed the number. But I'm oh, fine because yeah. I think I think um, Jacksonville is just the feistiest of dogs, so I'm not looking to to fade them. It opened with minus two. It got bet down to pick. It's oh, right. and back down and came back, back up. Okay, it's gotcha. back to minus two Wilmington. Hmm. Yeah. All right, maybe I'll counter punch then if it gets down to pick. 
Spencer Spencer asked if I liked his hammer UT Rio Grande Valley at Houston Christian. Yes, I love the Vaqueros. I think Houston Christian is horrific and has injury problems. UTRGV trending up a team with not a lot of continuity. I did like I give him. up my Vaqueros too quickly? I guess yeah, I did. No, they, they, I no, think I've won a couple bets did, with them. And then they uh, did not cover the spread in the game. I decided to hop back on. So I'm no, Matt. Just stay away. Okay. Stay away. They're, they're just right, freaking yeah. evil. All right. A <laughs> couple, of, couple of bad power conference matchups here. Georgetown at Syracuse. Kai, Yeah. any any edge for you here? Can Georgetown figure out his own? I'm winning Georgetown. I was hoping to get to 10. Uh, Patrick Ewing has done very well against yeah, Syracuse. He, he owns Bayhine, it's, maybe. It's the weirdest thing. He is actually like one games covered. It's like his thing. Um, man, it's funny. I was watching Georgetown's game the other day, and the announcer's like, man, this starting five is awesome for Georgetown. Like, yeah, <laughs> it is awesome. Look at the players they have. They should be a really, 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 really good team. But oh, Ewing yeah. still coaches for that team. Can't feel confident playing them. I, I do lean towards them. That's okay, Kai. Pat Baldwin will draw up a big zone buster strategy <laughs> on the mean, sideline. You're all good. Gosh. Uh, Matt, you get Louisville at Florida State. What do you think? I don't know. Uh, do something <laughs> else. Uh, I kind of like the over a little bit. I think, I, I think this game gets a little bit more. I, I kind of think Florida State blows them out, and this game gets a little bit more open, free-flowing second half. So I did. I kind of like the over. Florida State's down, though, playing so like disagrees. all guards, and they've been kind of an over team the last couple of games. I, I like that as well. Kai, Cam Whitmore's been really good, particularly last game against uh, yep. Penn. Ray Reyes says, should we lay it against a kind of crappy Boston College team? I almost did. I thought about it. I think Boston College is terrible, clearly broken. You've lost to New Hampshire and Maine, and Villanova's trending up. They're, they are trending up, so I'm leaning towards the Cats. Uh, Ryan Abramowitz asked about Commerce at Abilene Christian. Man, I don't feel Over. good about my rating on either team. Over? Good. There you go. Fouls, 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 pressing, chaos, nuts. Yeah, this game will be ugly or yeah. fun, I guess, depending on how you look at it. Uh, Neil mentioned that he saw Wazoo in the casino bathroom at 9 p.m. last night. So he's taking your about this. Neil, I owe uh, you a steak dinner if they cover. Thank you for the insult. Yeah, I'm, I, I like the running Rebels as well here. Uh, it's not truly a home game, but it's in Vegas. And we saw what happened to who did UNLV just blow out in Vegas? Somebody decent. Oh, um, scored 95 points. Uh, I can't remember. Sorry. Uh, but it was not a true home game, and UNLV still took care of it. Hawaii. Hawaii. They took care of Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, like, UNLV there. Wazoo has personnel issues. Kai, Irvine at South Dakota. We've got a few more questions here. We're getting close to the end. Don't worry. Uh, weird situation with South Dakota's coach, Eric Peterson. He fell at his house, got really injured. He's apparently fine, but I don't know if he's on the sidelines today. I'm not sure it matters. I think Irvine kind of bounces back here. Uh, I lean towards them minus five. Matthew, NC State at Miami. A couple teams that can score. Love getting up and down. We saw Miami just score 118 points and a half with Cornell. Over, yeah. I yep, you just laid on a platter. The red carpet's been laid, and yeah, I took it. Over. It's a big number. Good. It's been bet up. Sorry, I don't want to endorse it a bad line. Uh, at now 154. That's fine. I take it up like 160. This is going to be a points bonanza. Kai Drexel and LaSalle, not an actual big five matchup, but Drexel is right around the Philly area. BS. Not much home. Yeah, just BS. They should, should be a big six. They should yeah. be a big six. I think they're trying to be. Uh, absolutely zero lane in this game. Absolutely none. I like the Dragons. Oh, wow. Good luck. I think I'd lean LaSalle. Big, big, yeah, maybe not big coaching edge. Uh, Cody K asked about Louisiana Tech at Wyoming. Matthew, I'll go to you in this one. It's been bet up. People are kind of buying in on Wyoming, maybe over the flu bug finally. Still no EK, but getting closer to full health if they get some of the flu guys back in. 
Yeah, I got better pretty quickly. I, I, you're right. I think you got to get off the fade Wyoming train now. Like they've kind of stabilized. Um, they're not the same team without EK, but they're a good team right now. And I think their value is pretty properly appraised. Yep. Kai Marshall's at Bob Morris today. They stuck yeah. around Pittsburgh after beating Duquesne and ruining my best bet on Thursday. Do we think they continue to smash? I mean, Marshall's like nine and one against the number this year. Yeah, lean towards Marshall. I'm done fading them. I, yep. I can't keep up with their number. It's kind of annoying. There's, Seriously, there's always a handful of teams like this. Just like, is this fine. actually Dan D'Antoni's best team? Like, it's, it's better than the Elmore team. I know it's hard to believe, but it's better than the Elmore team and the yeah. team two years ago with uh, who the uh, same guys, Kinsey and Jerry West right, yeah. and yeah. Andrew Taylor. Yeah, last year made no sense. So yeah, Mar- Aline Marshall, no, nothing strong. Yep. Um, a couple last ones here. Uh, two Ivy League bets: Andrew Karasma Brown there at Michigan State and Yale. Who's at Kentucky, both around 15, 16 point spreads. Matt, pick one. What do you like? I like the dog in both. I'll just, I'll take both. I lean dog in both. Okay. All right. Yeah. I kind of did two. Number didn't totally match up with it. So I sat him out, sat, sat out both games. Brown got healthier uh, last right. game, got Friday back and the other, uh, their other big guy too. So Usu Anane. Yep. All right. That wraps it up. Matthew, going to you for your best bet. I know you mentioned it already, but reiterate it for the people here at the end. God is a gale, the St. Mary's gales, and God will guide us to cover town today in the desert. Mr. McKeon, go gales, plus one and a half. Fantastic. I, I gave my Houston first half Did minus you? four and a half, and I'm also going Kent State first half minus four and a half. I am not in on this Cleveland State team. I know they've played fairly well lately, but they just had a horrific effort at St. Bonaventure. That felt more true to form for what I think we'll see from them. Kent State is fantastic. We mentioned that they hung around at Houston. I think they're like Houston, a really good out of the gates team. They're just kind of like a woe to play against with their physicality and, and pace with carry at the point. So I like them two, two first halves for me, Kai minus four and a half on both. Love it. And a reminder, my best bet it's Xavier minus three, go Musketeers cross down shootout, but mainly go Missouri Tigers, Mizzou, M I Z Z O U forever. Oh, taking down the Jayhawks today. I'm going to talk as much as I possibly can before this game actually happens, just in case we lose go Mizzou. Thanks for joining us. We are back uh, tomorrow, I believe, fellas. Is that correct? Yes. We're back tomorrow, 10.15 Central, 11 a.m., 11.15 a.m. Eastern Time. Thanks to Bet Rivers. Thanks to Field of 68. Good luck today with your picks.